This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? Um, <laughs> did you sleep well last night? I actually did. I think I think it was that Leicester uh, 
the PSV game. I mean, it it there's exciting nil nils, and then there's boring nil nils, and I think that falls into the latter latter category. But hopefully this weekend we've not got the boring most boring game coming up. Teams might cancel each other out. Who knows? It could be the title decider. The winner of this would probably be, go on to be favourites to win the league, but, it, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, so we are going to be looking at the Manchester City-Liverpool match. Uh, kicks off um, Sunday afternoon. It's the late match on Sky. I just have to say that we are talking about challenging for the Premier League title here. I mean, both these guys have seen their team lift it. Uh, even I've seen my team lift the Premier League trophy. But there's one team who hasn't. It's time for the Daily Spurs. It is. People, regular watchers will know, I just like to remind the Spurs fans every now and again how long it's been since they've won a trophy. Uh, and at the moment, it's 14 years, 38 days, 19 hours, 32 minutes and 45 seconds. Never mind Spurs, maybe next season will be your season, who knows. But let's say, let's get on with it. The most, it's, well, it should be the most exciting game, we will see. Uh, in the blue corner, let's bring him in and uh, say hello to Bernard, a big Man City fan. Hello, Bernard. How the devil are you, sir? I'm great, mate. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I think we said off air, didn't we? If you're a football fan, you can't look forward to these games, even if you're not a fan of the, of the two clubs we're talking about today. Um, if you're not looking forward to this, uh, what, what's the point of football? What's the point of being a supporter if you can't get up for these sort of things? This is it. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a Leicester fan. It's a Leicester channel, but this is one game. I say I'll put a show back so I can go and go and watch it, you know, and because it is such a big game for, for, for this. Because I thought, in fairness, that, you know, Manchester, after a slow start, were walking away with it again. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, thankfully, it's not turned into a one-horse race. Spurs, I mean, we know Spurs don't like horse races because they come third in a two-horse race. But let's bring the red corner in. Oh, sorry. First of all, Bernard, tell us how people... I mean, your details are in the uh, YouTube description below, but tell people how they can find you. Yeah, well, the easiest thing is just to go on to Twitter and uh, at, uh, sorry, at Bernard underscore Dineen, D-I-N-N-N-N, and just find me on there, all my YouTube stuff, and I do various pods for other, with other people, etc. Bolt from the Blues, one of the, the big ones, I do the podcast for them. So if you go on at Bernard underscore Dineen and on, on Twitter, and all my links are on there, so say he's messing about. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and in the red corner... And oops, in the red corner, if I press the right button, we've got Connor. Good afternoon, Connor. How the devil are you? I am very good. Thank you, mate. Thank you for uh, inviting us on. And yeah, I love that little Spurs counter. It's a nice little <laughs> reminder for him. But yeah, um, hopefully everyone's having a fantastic day. And thank you for having me on, mate. No, I'd, like, no, no, I'd, no. Like to say, I'd like to say poor Spurs, but I don't think I will. 
<laughs> I don't want it. You just can't feel sorry for them, can you? You know, and Doug, hey, I'm not just... forgiving them for '81, mate. 1981. So that that's that long long live in my memory, mate. That's why I'll never forgive them. <laughs> well, we will never forget the fact that they were singing "We're Coming for You," and in the title season, and we're still waiting. But anyway, I'm sure they'll get it. The sat nav must have broken. But uh, uh, Connor from the COP Council, how can people find you? Um, so, yeah, the COP Council, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and um, all that good things. To be fair, I'm okay now. Come Sunday, I won't want to speak to anyone until probably 7 o'clock, if things go <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, you can find me all there on YouTube and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Doug says, hello, Bernard. And uh, he also says, hello, Connor, the man who doesn't like my jokes just as much as Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are pretty bad, um, and mine are bad, so that says it all. First of all, I've got to say thank you. Let me just put you in order, like, there we go. In fact, no, Bernard's at home, isn't he? So let's uh, let's, let's have you looking right. Um, first of all, I've got to say Literally, thank you. Little... I, I'm, not, I'm not at Anfield like uh, Connor is, obviously. I, I am definitely at home, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I believe he has his own room. <laughs> I'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the toilet, but we won't go there. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but no, joking aside, I would say thank you so much to Liverpool, first of all, for um making the making this season exciting for us neutrals. Because I mean it was at one point looking like a, a one horse race. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? I mean, Connor, I'll just say, I was looking at the stats, obviously, doing my little vlogs, and the last 15 games, we've got equal points the last 15 games, and that's it's as simple as that. So there was never any massive gap. Uh, it was just how it, how it panned out, if you like. Liverpool dropped those five points sort of around Christmas time, and we dropped the five points very recently. So it sort of balanced itself out, because literally we've got the same points total for the last 15 league games each so it is amazing even though obviously Sky and all the, all the media wanted it to appear as though it was over etc etc certainly as City fans I've never, never met one City fan who, who even thought anything like that so it was interesting but say it did surprise well it didn't surprise because when I, when I, when I think about it yeah that is right because we, we literally dropped five points each and that was the big difference I think when we were playing and you got two or three games behind us so it was as simple as that. There wasn't there wasn't that big gap there, but there was a gap. Uh, but uh, as I say, overall, uh, we're sort of uh, sort of toe to toe. I mean, I've got to agree with that. Just to just to um, pop in with this, uh, Connor. I I I suppose I was guilty of, like you say, listening maybe too much to Sky Sports, but. I was thinking, God, you know, you, you've quoted it back. But when I actually looked at the figures for some slides I've got later, you've not been that far apart at all. Um, and Man City had their usual slowish start for a few weeks. Liverpool, I don't know, Connie. See, I, I like both teams. Um, do I want Man City to win it? Yes, in a way I do. Do I want Liverpool to win it? Yes, in a way I do. But the only thing with Liverpool, if you win it, that you're going to have two trophies compared to our one. <laughs> it's, it's a lot different than that. Like, 
of course, that game against Hughes against uh, you know at late December, I think a lot of people thought Liverpool were out of the title race. Um, mm. I, look, I had the optimism after it and going, look, this Liverpool side, we've proven people wrong time and time again over the last couple of seasons. You know, last mm. year, many people thought we wouldn't get Champions League football. We did get Champions League football, um, and to come back from as well, you know, fourteen points. I know. You know, on the standard of it, yeah, Liverpool City, they've got, you know, dropped the same amount at the equal time. But I think mentally as well, to come back from 14 points from when it was, Liverpool could have completely, you know, gone downhill after that Leicester game and, you know, then have been, you know, 19 points, 20 points behind City coming into this game. But instead, you know, we come back after the new year and just went for it again. And look, mm. Liverpool, Liverpool shouldn't be here right now we shouldn't be competing for a premier league title with this you know manchester city side with the you know money and uh, and all like that but we are we're there Jurgen Klopp's managed to get us there fighting against this manchester city team and liverpool i would say at the minute are, are more in form than man city at the minute like i've watched I haven't watched every game of Manchester City i'm not going to lie um, i've watched of course the spurs game and a few other games and City have been there, lucky here and there, I would say, at times. But you need that in a, in a title um, challenge. You need that luck to be champions and so on. But I just think at the minute, Liverpool are on that level where we're playing just above the opposition and we're waiting to get into that third, fourth, fifth gear against, mm. well, hopefully against this Manchester City side where, you know, we'd hope it would be similar to, you know, what happened in the Champions League a couple of years ago in that mm. quarter final. Um, but, Look, I'm very, very excited for this game. I think, you know, judging from the game at Anfield as well, it's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be a nervy one, of course, for all mm. of us involved. But it'll be an exciting one. Um, and whoever, you would think whoever does win this will, will go on to win the Premier League title. I was going to ask that. Uh, do, you, do you agree, Bernard, that the winner of this is, is going to go on and win the title? Uh, absolutely. Uh, probably, yes, yes. I would say, Absolutely, yes, probably. Certainly. I mean, <laughs> City would be four points clear. I can't see us losing it from there. Liverpool yeah. would be two points clear of City. But either way, neither team, we're going to do the old, uh, we're, never, we're not going to give up on it either way, are we? If, uh, whoever yeah. to, whichever team wins, you know, you're going to get all the, all the sort of uh, Pep and the players or Klopp and his players saying all the positive things, obviously, if it doesn't go to plan. Yeah. Uh, I just, just want to pick up Connor there about... Liverpool shouldn't be competing about money, as though as though we were governed by some sort of different rules to everyone else. You know, we spend our money wisely. I don't under, quite understand that quote. I mean, if City could spend what we want, uh, Liverpool and United and uh, Chelsea won't be anywhere near us. But we have constraints on what we can spend. So yeah, I mean, I you know I did, I did take a little bit of well, umbrage to mention of money, but well, uh, you know, we're all governed by the same rules. And uh, and it's as simple as that. Perhaps we spend ours better. I'm not too sure, but uh, yeah. It's, well, it was you, you say that it's like in in the summer just gone. You were prepared to pay 220 million pounds for two players. On Jack Grealish no. and Harry Kane. That? Where did you get that from? Who, who told you that? It's it's simple. I've never heard of rubbish in all my life. They only paid hundred million out for Grealish because there's no way they were going to get Kane, so they weren't going to pay two hundred twenty million because we couldn't. We wouldn't have paid two hundred twenty million. So I mean, you've got you... that from Sky or you've got it from somewhere, but no, you know which, which, anyway, which person has said that? Who's told you that? Who's told you that? It, 
It's plain knowledge. You were going to bid a hundred knowledge. It's just pain. what people are saying. Which which agent and which manager has confirmed that 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 was you, the, you can the go, plan you of City going to spend two hundred twenty million? There was no chance City were going to spend two hundred twenty million. We don't do that. City don't do that. We don't spend that sort of money. Well, I mean, from from the outside, um, it it appears that you do. I mean, whether you do or not, obviously, you will know better than anybody else. But, you know, there is certainly sort of... I mean, I would look at Liverpool and say, you spend a hell of a lot more than us, because and you're a richer club than us. It's all, it, it's all what the media wants you to believe. Like you said, the media had built this game up to be, you know, Liverpool coming back, the David and Goliath and what have you. And yet, like you say, when you you know when I was looking at it, there wasn't that much difference. And as um, Doug, I mean, Doug needs to get out more. He really does. I know he's a Liverpool fan, but Doug, you've got too much time on your hand since the start of the eighteen nineteen season. Manchester City have taken three hundred thirty seven points, and Liverpool have taken three hundred thirty six. I mean, yeah, that that is as he said there, absolutely relentless. But I just want to ask Connor because. We've taken a lot of stick this season. Like I say, we've having had two good seasons of then struggling this season. A few seasons ago, obviously, when you won the Premier League, I mean, you were winning everything there was. You know, all the cups, uh, the the club World Cup, and <laughs> it was like, you know, what didn't you win? And I thought, wow, this is going to be because I can remember growing up in the period of when Liverpool were the dominant club. Yes, Man United, making it that Liverpool were the dominant club before Fergie. Um, and it never happened. You just kind of just sort of went back to where you'd been the few seasons before, sort of fighting, but you'd gone from winning everything to sort of winning nothing. It, it's a little bit more than that when you look at it. Liverpool, well, of course it is. I'm, again, I'm seeing it from outside. No, no exa- exactly. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that, you know, last season coming into the year, you know, Premier League champions. And I think all of us would have hoped, you know, we could have defended it a lot better. But of course, you know, all the injuries that we did have, you know, we didn't even know who was playing at centre-back half the time last year. Um, yeah. which, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, which was frustrating. And yeah. the fact that, you know, everything, of course, last year was horrible for, well, of course, last season and, you know, 2020 and 2021 was horrible yeah. for everyone. Um, but of course, off the field stuff as well at Liverpool, you know, Jurgen, just the whole spirit of the club got, you know, taken down quite a lot, um, I would say. And it just needed a while to reset itself. And, you know, towards the end of last year, it was, you know, so important, you know, two lads in particular, I think for the success of this season that many people don't mention and many media don't really mention, you know, Nat Phillips and Reese Williams, without them two, Last year, we wouldn't have been in the Champions League, wouldn't be fighting, you know, we wouldn't have won the Carabao Cup and and been in the Champions League uh, and so on. And mm. it was the fact that, you know, those last 10 games of the season last year, I think we drew one and one nine, I think, in that space. And it was, you know, an unbelievable run that we went on. And this season, you know, not many people expected Liverpool to be, you know, anywhere near the top. Mm. A lot of you know, people had Liverpool finishing fourth, even outside the top four as well, um, which was laughable um, at the time. And it's the fact that we've come back this season, I think, stronger than, you know, maybe a bit stronger than when we won the title in terms of, you know, going for it again and again and trying to get back up there. Of course, you know, 
in the next two, three years, it might change completely. It might be, you know, Chelsea and, you know, someone else might, you know, finally come up. I don't think it will. But, it, you know, if football changes, isn't it? And it's very quick well, to change. <laughs> you said, like, Chelsea, we can, you know, with what, everything they're going through, you can see how football's changing. I mean, I had Chelsea down to win the league this season. Show, show, shows what I know, doesn't it? But, uh, but Bernard, I mean... <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, football Football these days is a money. It is all about the money, you know. You know, you watch, I mean, I watch ITV4 a lot and the big match revisited. I mean, the tackles that are going in all over the place and you look at the crowd and, you know, there's guys with caps on their head and what have you. Uh, maybe I'm just getting too old, but... It it's it is a different it is a different world now, and I don't begrudge anybody having the money. You know, Newcastle, great. You know, guys, you go for it. You know, it's we happen to be bought by a rich person, a, a company. They got bought by a richer one. But I mean, Grealish, you have you been disappointed with it? Because I mean, here we go, billion pound man here. It doesn't all you know? To me, if I spent a million pound on a player, I'd want him to be starting every week. No, because uh, the thing is, we, I mean, if anyone knows anything about Pep's teams, uh, players very rarely in the first season for Pep actually show the best. It is uh, You've got the odd exceptions, like Diaz is the exception to that rule, perhaps Laporte to some extent. But most of these players who he's asked to play in certain roles and certainly where Grealish is being asked to play, I mean, we think, or oh, eventually he's going to use him as a false nine, but he's nowhere near that at the moment. So mm. it does take a season for these players to bed in. And I, I, I actually did my little ratings at Christmas time for the half season, you know, once we played 19 yeah. league games. And it's amazing. I mean, actually, the evening, I do the evening news ratings as well. So we did both. And Grealish was actually at top of theirs in second and second in mind. And that that was Christmas time. So he'd done a pretty good job considering it was his first season. But all this all this stick he's getting. I, I, I like I like Grealish. I think he's a good player. But he has to adapt. And I think most players would find it very Pep's a hard taskmaster. I mean, it's it's not, you know, he doesn't just do a few words uh, before they go out on the pitch. It's it's literally week in, week out trying to get players. Oh, and then Bernard froze. Players to do certain things, <laughs> oh. and Grealish has got to learn that. And he'll be a far, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be brilliant. It'll be far brilliant. It'll be brilliant next season. I'm sure he will. But I've been quite impressed with him so far this season, personally. But yeah, like you said, there people are giving him stick, but I think it's totally, totally unfair. I know. I mean, it, it's a big move from sort of virtually keeping the, the the Villa team going to now sort of just being part of a team, if you like. But it's the same with Mares. I know when you first bought Mares from us, yeah, yeah. Took well, it took him a long time. It took him a couple of years. It took Mares at least a, yeah. 18 months, two years to start yes. to establish himself. Yeah. But let, let, let's have a look. So, I mean, I, I've called it the title decider. You guys have, have, have sort of said uh, pretty much the same. But, I mean, this is... This is how it's looking. I don't know if you guys can see the screen at all there, but yeah, this is yeah. how it's looking. Like I say, I think it's Sky have been trying to build up the, the advertising revenue in saying that, but there's only a point in it. Um, Man City, obviously, you are top going into that and you are at home. But, I mean, the thing I'm looking at there is the green dots next to Liverpool. You have been absolutely relentless, like, like, uh, like Doug said. I mean... The fact that I mean you've got a grey and a red one there, Bernard. I mean, does that do you feel confident looking at that, Connor? 
see the thing is in this type of game four means nothing um it's of course it's great liverpool are what i think we're 10 on the bounce now in the premier league it's of course it's it's brilliant to look at but like i did say i think this game it's it it means so much of course to you know of course the outcome of the season um Mm. and as well i don't think I don't think Liverpool have played to their best over the last couple of weeks, especially, you know, against Watford and Arsenal. We didn't play unbelievable, but we Mm -hmm. won and got the job done. And that's what we did in our, you know, when we won the title, you know, we didn't play amazing, but we got the job done. Um, And I'm hoping, you know, Liverpool can come out and straight away be on it because I think you have to be in this game. You have to be on it from minute one. You can't allow, you know, 20 minutes of laziness and you know tiredness yeah. to, to creep in it needs to be perfect from the get-go to win the game um so you know looking on it of course liverpool you know 10 on the bounce brilliant in form but of course games like this form means nothing it's how you do um come out on the on the day i, I mean bernard you you've grounded uh, you've ground out the result against everton there one nil you know you think on paper that was going to be a five six nil mm. but i mean what happened against tottenham what were you think i mean of, of all teams come on tottenham <laughs> oh well they're just just for those teams that can do, turn us over they just have the tap there's players to do it and i think they raise the game against us and then tickle roll over and let other teams tickle the tummies you know this is what this is typical <laughs> yeah. this typical spuds uh interesting enough i mean Again, and we do a lot of City podcasts and we were talking about momentum and we've been saying, uh, complimenting Liverpool on the fact that they have got this momentum now. So we've got to try and break that momentum because if we allow them to win at the Etihad, I, I, I say I can't ever, I can't see them losing it from that point of view because they've got the momentum. You can see it there from the yeah. five, you can see it from the 10 games. And similar to Connor, I was saying at Christmas time when we got this ridiculous lead and everyone was saying we'd won the title, we hadn't got out of second gear. We hadn't played that well in many games. And yet, so I was thinking, oh, well, we haven't played well. That means if we start playing well, we, we are going to bump it. You know, we are going to pull 20-odd points clear. And it never happened. So we've never, like kind of same with Liverpool the last two or three games. I don't think City, apart from the odd game, have actually really done it this season. We've had odd, mm. odd players playing well. But as a team, it's we did well against Chelsea. Uh, back in January and then you're struggling you're struggling to find a game where we really really pulled out the stops probably United but I mean anyone anyone can beat United I mean that was another one that was obviously easy at the end of the day but yeah like I think this season I think both Liverpool and City perhaps certainly City are not as good as we were last season or the season before mm. I mean, you know we got stuff last season of uh, season before when Liverpool ran away with it and I think this city, this Pep City team this year is possibly uh, one of our weakest for squad numbers. We're talking literally fourteen players at the moment that we can say a definite would would actually play in the first team, and the others, the others, you can just forget about them. So we are struggling a little bit this season, and uh, it does worry me the momentum of Liverpool. But it all really boils down to this four thirty kickoff on, on Sunday, and. If City can I mean, win in it, fairness, and I think, in, yeah. in fairness to you, Bernard, I mean the season started off really badly for you, losing to Leicester in the English Super yeah. Cup, didn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, well, it started <laughs> badly, but the, the thing is, we sort of plow like Connor was saying there, we sort sort of getting results to the fact that you do have good players in the team, but consistency-wise, we have not really 
hit a, a higher level of consistency this season. And that, that's been a big problem. As I said, I was totally shocked. I, I thought if we were near to Liverpool by Christmas time, we'd be okay. We were in three or four points. I didn't expect what happened. It was a totally, totally abomination of what I thought was yeah. going to happen. But uh, now it, it's all coming back to roost. And as I say, both teams, yeah. both Liverpool and City, perhaps haven't been convinced in the last uh, three or four games. So yeah. it will be interesting to see who, who uses this as a sort of stepping stone to... to that last push for the last seven games after this. And I'm uh, sorry, I, I, I had to just remind you. I mean, some people call it the Community Shield, but, you know, in Spain, they call it the Super Cup. So I, I, <laughs> while, while we hold it, it's the Super Cup. Next season, we'll just go back to the Community Shield. I want to say hi to Dan, uh, big Burnley fan, big friend of the channel. I'm on his channel tonight at nine o'clock doing uh, the, the, the uh, predictions, so catch us there. Um, good win for you the other night. And I know I know Burnley are in a game this weekend, but Burnley-Norwich, yeah, it's got its six-pointer thing, but it's not quite as big, is it, Dan? Sorry, mate. Sorry, <laughs> please, pl pl please do the job so I can celebrate the F getting relegated. Please do the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I mean... I, just to sidetrack very quickly, from a neutral's point of view, and I like to see the bigger teams go down every now and again, you know, and I don't think it will do them any harm. You know, look where City are and look where, you know, Leicester are when we were both not so long ago in the third tier. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see them go down and, say, a Luton or somebody like that come up. Early on in the season, Connor, it was 2-2. Do you think that was a fair result? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I, I won't lie. City in that first half destroyed us. I, mm. I won't lie. Liverpool didn't turn up at all. Um, but then that second half, I thought Liverpool were the better team. Um, I, I would say a draw on the face of it was probably a fair result. Um, I wouldn't say, though, if you were watching the game, I think, was it Kevin De Bruyne's goal got deflected um, and he went in the back of the net. I think, look, that Mohamed Salah goal, of course, you know, he's been unbelievable this season yeah. in particular. But it's, again, I can definitely see the game going like that. For City, I think, you know, Bernardo Silva played like Lionel Messi for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, he, he was very, very good um, in that game. And I, I will give him credit there, um, as well as Phil Foden as well um, on that left-hand side. But I think the game will be something similar um, as well. Of course, you know, in recent years, Liverpool and City have always, you know, rose to the occasion. Um, I remember back in, what, 1819 at the Etihad, it was, of course, City beat us 2-1. But that game, you know, many people turn around and say it's one of the best Premier League games in history. The 2-2 was the best draw so far this season. I'd say yes. Um, but I think... Look, and I've seen many people saying Liverpool, you know, as long as we don't lose this, it'll be fine mm. for us. Yeah. But yeah. for me, I don't want to be relying on teams like West Ham, Aston Villa or things like that. I want Liverpool to be the ones to get the job done and to be yes. the ones to go. Look, we were the ones that pushed ahead of City and we did our job. I don't want to be like in, you know, 1819 where we were like, oh, Brighton might do a job or, you know, this team might do a job. It's always relying on somebody else. I want Liverpool to be the ones to go, right, we were the ones to go over City and we can keep them that gap going. I hope that we can do that. But, of course, football isn't like that sometimes. So, isn't, I'm just hoping and praying. I just a quick, quick question. Has, um, has Salah learned how to take a penalty kick yet? 
yeah, he has to be fair. Um, <laughs> but... Sorry, go on. We, we, give me my moment here. Me my moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, there hasn't been that many for Leicester this season, so I'll give it to you, to be fair. Yeah, um, thank you. But, no, that, that's no. a deny <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think that, especially, especially that game in particular as well, it was frustrating, you know, because, again, it's a game we didn't turn up. Uh, and Leicester, to be fair, deserved the win. Um, yeah, with that, and that that's what I'll always like. If City beat us, fair play, they deserve it. Um, and that on the weekend, but for me, at least if Liverpool put out a performance that I'm like, okay, we did the job that we did, and City beat us, then fair enough. But if we don't, that's the point now, and I will get really frustrated. Yeah, Bernard Connor probably says overall 2 2 was a fair result. Do you do you see it that way? Yeah, I think I think we'll let it. You know, we were a bit uh, disappointed that we didn't take more advantage of that first half display, which was was excellent. As Connor was saying, there we were outstanding in that first half. One of the probably the best forty five minutes certainly this season uh, for for City. In all fairness, we've not really replicated that since that. And yeah, Liverpool came back in the set. I thought the second half was far was even. Uh, but obviously, on the end of it, it was even. It was two two, but I thought it was sort of give and take both ways. And um, Hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Great game. Great game to watch for the neutral. Uh, some good goals, some cracking goals as well. Not just Salah's, but even even the other goals were sort of the build-up to it, not necessarily the yeah. way it was taken. But uh, there was certainly one by Bernardo where he, he turned, as, as Connor was saying, where literally Phil Foden had put it in the net when uh, Bernardo had literally left three players, three Liverpool players on the bums or flat-footed. If Phil had scored yeah. that, it would have been re- re- replayed for years to come. It, it was absolutely a classic move and a classic play by Bernardo but uh, yeah, yeah overall we were fairly happy with that it was a bit of a letdown after beating them 4-1 the season before but we had to allow for the fact they had fans oh, in so he had to just get that of, in didn't he well that stymied <laughs> it a little bit the fact that obviously uh, the fact they got the fans in so obviously we'd never coped with that before so it was quite chuffed to come away with the drawing yeah. all uh, with respect <laughs> with, with that one <laughs> I would say hi to Static uh, for popping in. Um, thanks very much. Uh, it says, great show. Keep up the good work. Uh, and a big Arsenal fan, of course. Maybe one day, Static, we could be doing this for Arsenal and Tottenham. I doubt it. I really do doubt it. But you you never know. Keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith. Um, looking at your... You know, this, this is the, uh, the, the, the your form table this season. And like I said, Man City... Always seem to have that bit of a slow start, but since then, and you can see, you know, at the end there, it's it's been you've been like two heavyweight boxers just slugging it out, haven't you, Connor? It's like who's who's going to fall down first? Yeah, you know, it, it is, and I think as well the the main thing as well is just well just by that graph, the fact that Liverpool and City are miles ahead of the rest of the league. Um, yeah. I know that we say and we talk about, you know, Chelsea and Manchester United, you know, Chelsea and Manchester United, in some people's opinion, we're going to finish above both Liverpool and City this season, which, you know, was never going to happen. Um, and I don't think it will happen in the next few years, neither. Um, I think Liverpool and City have taken this league you know, and rose the bar up, you know, that extra 10%. Um, I was uh, watching something earlier and said, you know, could, you know, the Manchester United's back in, you know, the 2000s cope with this Liverpool and City team. And it would be interesting to see um, because Liverpool and City, now you have to, you know, you have to win a league title by, you know, 
97, 98 points. Um, mm-hmm. Now, back then, you'd only have to get, what, 80, 82 points, and that would clinch you a league title. Um, and it just goes to show where Liverpool and City have, you know, we've pushed each other to go and do better as well. But also, you know, just leaving the rest of the league, you know, far behind as well. Um, and it just goes to show, you know, how these two teams are the two best teams in Europe by a country mile. Um, I think everyone's predicting, you know, the Champions League final to be Liverpool and City um, by the end of the year. Um, I think, you know, Premier League title, obviously, Liverpool and City. So it just goes to show that both teams are pushing each other, you know, tremendously well and yeah. like, leaving the rest of the league and the rest of Europe as well behind. Yeah. I mean, Bernard, do you just want the season to start in September? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's obviously various things, isn't it? I mean, every team had the problems at the start of the season, didn't they? So, and obviously, City seemed to have more than, than other people. But uh, it, it is what it is, mate, isn't it? I mean, I think Connor was saying there. I think last season was a bit of a uh, certainly for Liverpool, Liverpool's point of view. They sort of uh, fell out almost looks as though they're going to fall out of the top four but we were saying again even last season as Liverpool had that run at the end of the season to take fourth spot that we, we saw those as us Liverpool and Chelsea as the three main contenders for this title this season and even at the start of the season a lot of City fans were saying it's between us Liverpool and perhaps Chelsea so Chelsea were obviously up there but obviously it soon became apparent as, as the as the team went on as City started Getting the victories, getting the wins. Um, it was going to be a two-horse race again, as Connor said. Mm. The last, apart from last season, uh, it's been like that for what four or five years now, hasn't it? Since well, funny you should say that. that second year, anyway. Yeah, I mean, funny, I mean, Dan just quickly said, looking at that graph, can see COVID despite in the inner cities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming from Burnley, I don't know that you should be saying that. <laughs> um, but. I'm very much critical of Scottish football. I mean, because it is a two-horse race, you know. I mean, Brendan Rodgers, when he came to us, was getting great, great, you know, praise for everything he'd done in Scotland. And, he's, you know, he, he was on for the treble treble. Um, but then again, half that time, for more, most of his time there, Rangers weren't even in that top division. They were sort of, they'd been relegated due to the financial problem. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't like that with the... Um, with you know the fact that there's only the two teams, do you feel it's getting that way um, now in the English side? I mean, yeah, you got Chelsea, but we don't know what's going to happen to them um, in the in the in the short term. Depending who buys them, they may not have as big a pocket. It's, 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 it's got to be it's cycles, isn't it, mate? At the end of the day, I mean, when Pep goes, uh, we're going to see a sort of difference. When Klopp goes, uh, Liverpool are going to see a difference. It's not, you know, we're not going to get the same clones in in the place. So these things go in cycles. You know, you remember back to the Liverpool United days. Remember back to United Arsenal and Chelsea United. I mean, all these things, and it all of a sudden because little little city are up there. It's a big problem, and it's the end of the world, and it's not fair to football and all this sort of thing. And these things go in cycles. City won't be up there all the time. Say Pep, but when Pep goes, there's bound to be a change. Of course, hopefully we'll get someone better if that's possible. I doubt it. <laughs> or I might get someone who could win us the Champions League. That'd be nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's cycles. You might mate. get Claudio Ranieri. He can win the odd trophy. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just cycles, and it's just again when things are going well for City, it's it's all doom and gloom. But suddenly, all of a sudden, now we've got a bit of a, a comp. 
competition again. It's fine, you know, it's fine. Obviously, we've got the two teams again, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll change. As, as you said there, it could be Arsenal and Tottenham in five years. I doubt it very much, but... <laughs> God help us. God help. I'll tell you what, if it is and Arteta's still in charge, the Arsenal <laughs> fans will still be demanding that he leaves, you know. But, I mean, Connor, this is the form table. And I've gone down to eight, literally, because I just want to show that Leicester have had a bit of form this season. <laughs> it may have been late, but I had to just sneak us on the bottom there. Um, I mean, that kind of... I mean, well. They're doing very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they're like. They'll, they'll finish third, even if it was a two-horse race, you know. Um, I mean... You, you're top there. I mean, you've not lost. You've got six. You've, you've conceded one goal. I mean, looking at that, like I say, it's like the uh, you're like the Black Knight in the Monty Python film, are you? You lose an arm. Oh, it is but a scratch. Don't carry on, you know. Yeah, no, it, it is. And I look, I, <laughs> I, I, I love it. The fact that, you know, like we mentioned earlier, was it 10 games, 10 wins um, mm. so far? And, and that massively comes down to squads. Depth. I, I agree earlier with the earlier comment about you know Liverpool. I think probably have a better squad than City at the present moment in time in terms of numbers. Um, of course, you know you look at of course ahead to Sunday. You have the question of who does start up front for Liverpool. Um, mm. You know we've got of course Luis Diaz. You know since January, Diogo Jota, and then of course the normal front three. Um, it's you know it's a question that probably will get asked this weekend but again it's the fact that as well Liverpool since I'd say probably the turn of the year has had probably a fit squad as well you know coming yeah. into this game no one's injured at the minute you know we've literally got a full squad of players to choose from so that's exciting um, of course but now now we're coming into that final you know period of the season you won't see Jurgen Klopp experimenting too much, you know. You'll have you'll have his normal and same with Manchester City as well. You'll have you know the the around fifteen players that you normally pick from from now until the end of the season. But it's it's going to be interesting as well because I think whoever wins this game in the league as well, I think might rest players in the FA Cup semi final next week, um, which of course again is another huge game, um, yeah. but. It's going to be, if of course, what we think will happen this season. Of course, this could be a start of a trilogy for Liverpool and Manchester City. It could be, you know, this league game, the FA Cup semi-final, and of course the Champions League final. Um, mm. So it, it, it's interesting, and I love Liverpool being on the top. Um, just show that photo to Spurs, and they'll be happy with that, to be fair, um, <laughs> reference to the actual league title. But yeah, no, it, it, it's tremendous that Liverpool have, have, got back, have got ourselves back into this as well. But of course, the quadruple talk's been a major talking yeah. point the last couple of weeks. Is it possible... Yeah everything's possible but of course it is very very difficult to do no one's ever done it so no. but if, if, if we could get you know another two trophies this season it would be an outstanding season for Liverpool um but a quadruple it would be nice of course but yeah, um yeah very impossible it's always it's always going to be hard Bernard you're down in well I say down <laughs> I'd love to be down <laughs> in fourth but um I mean in fairness, it doesn't tell the true story, does it? I mean, you know, it's it's only the last six games. But do you look at that and feel a little bit worried? 
I'm not worried. As I said, we talk about momentum and Liverpool have got the momentum. But the thing with momentum is you can knock it, you can stop it, you can stop some, someone's momentum. And that's up to City to do it. I'm a little bit, obviously, as Connor was saying, they get, they've got a full squad. Our big big loss, of course, is Diaz, if Diaz doesn't play, which mm. I doubt he will. He wasn't even on the bench for the, uh, for the game the other night. So I think Diaz is out. So that gives Liverpool the opportunity because we're certainly, certainly a lot weaker defensively without our... And he's a leader as well. Diaz, he's not just just because of his skills. He's our he's our new Vincent Company, if you like. He's the guy that makes the difference on the mm. pitch as well. So that that'll be good for them. But as I say, they've got momentum. We we've got to stop that. I call it when you talk about this possible three games. I've called it on my little thing: the War of the Roses, not the War of the Roses, the War <laughs> of the Roses, because we've got the Battle of Battle of the Etihad, the Battle at Wembley, and possibly the Battle at the Stade de France. So. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, war of the roles over the next uh, couple of months if all things go to go to plan. But, it would uh, be yeah. interesting to see if you had three finals between you. It would it would be good for British football, of course. Yeah, well, it'd be I'll tell you what, yeah. if one of the teams takes all three, I mean, that would be devastating. But, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd imagine that one of the teams has got to at least take one of them. <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be interesting uh, which, which ones you'd prefer, etc. Et you just obviously. know that Manchester City won't take the uh, Champions League, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they knock us out of the FA, Liverpool win the, in the, the semi final, if they beat us at the Etihad, and obviously end of the season, they win the league, and then it all comes yeah. down to a Champions League final. Oh, and that would God, just be yeah. devastating. I mean, we'll get over it. I'll get over it. Might take about a couple of hours, but I'll get over it. We've done worse. I've been, we've been to York away and stuff like that. We've done worse, so we'll get over it somehow. <laughs> Liverpool don't understand the Yorks away and the Yeovils <laughs> on a wet Tuesdays. I mean, this is, I mean, another thing you can't split you here is that Man City are the home team, and yet uh, Liverpool are better at Anfield. <laughs> Liverpool are away, and yet Man City are better away this season. I mean, it's it's literally you cannot put a, a cigarette paper between these teams, can you, Gonna? No, you can't, uh, and that just shows. You believe with the gra- with the tables there, it's it's unbelievable, isn't it? How mm. evenly matched you know both teams are. Um, of course, I would have one point in, in between both, but it's it, it just goes to show, again, the levels that both teams are playing at at the minute. It's unbelievable. Mm. Um, and when, when we do look at it, of course, only one team can win the league. Um, but I think that going, you know, probably 10 years in the future, we'll look at these two squads in particular and go, they were among the best in the Premier League. I don't think you have to, of course, you have to win the Premier League, of course, yeah. to be known as the team. But I think, like we said earlier, I don't think you could put you know the Man United team back ten years ago, like the two thousands, and put them in the middle of these two because I think these two will be far and above them. Um, but of course, football's changed uh, tremendously, and like like we've said before, these two teams have completely destroyed. Uh, English football and European football as well. One team has anyway, um, European football. So, you know, I'm just going to say that. But um, yeah, no, it, it is tight. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bernard, if I said to you now, okay, look, you know, you're going to lose tomorrow or uh, Sunday and you're not going to win the uh, Premier League, but you'll get, you know, all the FA Cup, you'll lose both of those, but you're going to win the Champions League. Would you take that? 
Yeah, I think most, I mean, most, let's face it, most City fans of my age aren't overly, overly worried about it. We worry about it on the basis that we get totally stick for it all the time. And that's the only reason I want to win it, in all fairness. I'm not that bothered either way. I'll be happy with anything. I'm happy with an FA Cup. I'm happy with anything. It doesn't bother me. I'm, a, I'm an old City fan. Of course we want to win it. But I yeah. just want to get it, get the monkey off my back, the monkey off the back. That's all I want to do. Uh, it's as simple as that. Mm. And when we win it, you'll have Liverpool say, oh, well, we won it six times. You'll have United saying, oh, we've won it three times. Black Forest saying we've won it twice. Villa said, oh, you know better than us. You've, we've won it once, you know. So you're going to get that anyway, even if we win it the once. It doesn't make, doesn't make any difference. We're still going to get this drive away. But I just want to win it and get it get it on that, you know, get it on the old uh, list of trophies. We won it. be nice. And we should have really won it last year. Possibly yeah. we should have won it the year before that when we got knocked out by Leon. But I think we're the two teams we had last year and the year before were far better than the team we've got now. But as we know, it's not always the best team wins wins uh, the cups, is it? No. We know that. We know that from last season. There, uh, Chelsea Chelsea weren't the best team in Europe last season when they won the European Cup, and that's just what cups are. You have to have a bit of luck, little different things, and that's all there is to it. But uh, yeah, they certainly couldn't win the FA Cup, could they? Oh, yeah. I've got to get. You that said one to me now, one of three. <laughs> Yeah. If you said to me one or three, I'd say the league title. But if we end up just winning the NFA Cup, I'd be happy with that. I would be happy with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know sort of in that um, uh, Champions League final, Pep got a lot of criticism for, you know, who he picked and for me, etc. Is he going to have the same problem tomorrow or do you have faith that he, he, he knows what he's doing now and he's going to get the right I team think, out there? All right now, because he doesn't have a lot to choose from. As Connor was saying there, he's down to his last 14, 15 players now that he knows he can rely on. So when you when I try and pick a team we're now... Not, we're, not going to, we're not going to feel any sympathy for you. You know that, don't you? <laughs> That's not me, but that's what I'm saying. We've got more play, but all I'm saying, he knows in his mind, I like the fans know our best 14, 15 players. Liverpool yeah. fans more or less know their best 14, 15 players. So he doesn't have a put anything to last. The, the Champions League, it was one player. He, he, he picked one player different that actually, for, for all City fans, just totally blew that Champions League final. It was only 10 out of 11. He had 10 out of 11 of what most people mm. fans thought, but it was that one player made the big difference to the team. But I'm sure Pep, uh, Pep and Klopp know know what they're doing tomorrow. Know know what they're aiming for, and whether they want to go and be positive and win it, or they want to be a bit more negative. I think I think it'll start a bit like I was talking off air about the one-one, Connor. I don't think you were with us then. The one-one at the Etihad last season, where both teams went for it in the first half. City missed a penalty just before half time. Uh, KDB, if you remember, so we went in at one-one. And both teams in the second half thought, oh, we'll stick at that. We'll, we'll not we'll not try and win it. And I, I'm a bit worried this will happen in this one if someone doesn't sort of, um, you know, get a one or two go- a two or three goal cushion or something like that. God forbid, a three goal cushion. That'd be nice for someone, wouldn't it? But, you know, I'm a bit worried it might get a bit like that. And if it does, uh, I, I don't, I think both bosses will be happy with the draw because I think both bosses and fans, I think both fans, sets of fans will think we can still win this from here. Uh, even if it ends a draw, so yeah, I don't think I don't think Pep will overthink this one tomorrow. I think he more or less knows the team. I'm hoping the team I put out on my little thing, I get at least ten or eleven 
out, you know, ten out of eleven with, with what I picked. Because he and what way do you think he's going to play then? What what the formation style do you think he's going to play? And then we'll come. Yeah, to I mean, is it, I mean, the, the defense picks itself. If you haven't got Diaz playing, it just picks itself because we don't have any options. We don't we don't yeah. have any options yeah. in defense. So uh, you know, obviously, you go you're going for medicine as a goalkeeper. Obviously, then you're going Walker, Laporte, Stones, and Cancelo. That's your back. You've got Rodri, defensive midfielder. You've got KDB and Bernardo. In the middle, and then it's up. It's up. It's always the front three that's always the funny one with Pep. You know, I think he'll play Grealish tomorrow instead of Sterling because let's face it, Sterling is pretty abysmal against Liverpool most of the time. So I'm hoping he'll play Grealish. And obviously, you got Foden and Mares. Uh, and literally, we're only ones we're missing out. Are people like Jesus, who is who is borderline anyway. So he's not, and Gundogan's another one. He's another funny one, but. Gundogan, he probably saves more for Europe anyway because of his style of play. But Gundogan could be stuck in. But that's it. There's no one else I can really think would even come into the equation. So, as I say, it's more or less picking itself at the moment. And and Connor, uh, how do you think Klopp's going to react? I think with the best we possibly have. Um, look, I think, again, like Man City, I think the team picks itself. I think it'd be Alison Becker, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, of course, he was missing in the, in the previous game, so it'd be nice you know, for him to play against City. Um, I think then Joel Matip, Virgil van Dijk and Andy Robertson still complete the back. Um, Fabinho, Jordan Henderson and Thiago as well mm-hmm. it'd be well it'd be interesting to see how pep deals with tiago because i think liverpool are you know completely different animal when tiago is in that team we haven't mm-hmm. seen enough of him uh, against like the top teams um you know in this situation with uh, with tiago so it will be interesting and then i think you'll go tried and trusted for a normal front three of sadio mane bobby Firmino, and mohammed salah Oh, it scares me that does when I think about it <laughs> from from both teams. I, I asked I asked Bernard this earlier, and I'm gonna ask um you as well, Connor. I mean, Champions League, you know, you've won it more times than any other English team. Uh, you do you do like a, a, a Champions League uh t- t- trophy every now and again. Would you give up the Premier League if you knew you were gonna get the Champions League? No, I yeah. I, I, I want to win the Premier League. Um and, and the other thing as well, that the reason why I personally want to win it, I want to celebrate it properly. You know, we won the league <laughs> title, you know, when we couldn't do anything yeah, um, yeah, about it. And yeah. I, I want to be able to, you know, see my friends, go and celebrate winning a league title. Of course, you know, come in the Champions League, you know, here and there. Of course, big, big years is, is tremendous winning the Champions League or any European competition. But, you know, as well for Liverpool, getting that 20th league title, um, to tie it up with Man United as well. That's another huge thing um, in the history of the club. So, yeah, for me, priority is Premier League. I, th- I think you will go ahead of Man United. I, I can't see them coming back for a few years, to be honest with you. Um, Doug's put his team there. Alisson, Trent Alexander, Matip, Van Dyke, Robertson, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, Salah, Mane, Jota is the way that he would go. Um, we might have one or two of those players if they go in spare. Doug, you know, we not won't be greedy. <laughs> just, just one or two. But we were talking earlier about how the media have built this up and, you know, it's, it's Liverpool coming back and giving, you know, 
making the, the, the title interesting again. And I, as I said earlier, I'd bought into that and I was really surprised when I when I looked back. Uh, just showing, I do sort of do 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 some prep for this show. Uh, it might not look like it, but I do. I mean, after 10 games, uh, it was Chelsea who were top and Liverpool who were second. Uh, you then jump on to 20 games and, you know, Man City are... 11 points, but we've got a game in hand. And it's very hard this season to say because we've all been at different stages of our games at different times because of uh, cancellations and what have you. Um, and then you move on to, um, well, 27 games at uh, the end of um, the end of, April, uh, end of February, sorry. And there's the six-point gap. And then say we're down, we're down to one point. I'm just hoping that we're not bigging this up too much. I mean, we know Sky will, uh, you know, Sky are probably creaming about it already. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the two teams. Um, it'd be like nobody else is playing this weekend, you know. <laughs> thank, I mean, we're playing on the Sunday, but thank God we're not on uh, on Sky because we'd never get a mention. Can either of you see this? And I think your players are, are not going to freeze. They're not going to sort of worry about this. They've been to, to bigger games, no disrespect, but bigger games than this, like say in Europe and cup finals and what have you. But can Connor stick with you for this one first of all? Can you see it petering out and just being sort of a boring nil-nil? No, I don't think it'll be a boring nil-nil. Um, if we're thinking draw, then yes, um, if you look on the face of it. I think many people would think it might be a draw. And then, of course, then both teams, well, especially you know, if it does draw, Liverpool will be hoping that City can drop points um, somewhere down the line. And, you know, I think, you know, I don't normally like Gary Neville's opinions on football at times, but, you know, he did, <laughs> he he did, did. He, he did put it, you know, quite rightly, you know, back a couple of years ago, you know, even six, seven years ago, where you'd have this running and, you know, the top teams would drop points um, going into the last six, seven games into the season. And quite obviously, Liverpool and City, they haven't done that um, when we're going into this race. You know, 18-19, for example, you know, everyone was like, oh, surely Liverpool would drop points, surely City would drop points. Mm. And we never did. You know, City, you know, fair play beat us by a point. You know, normally, what, 97 points would win you a league title um, by a country mile. Um, and it didn't that year. Um, and and that, again, we we talked about it earlier about the levels that both teams have, have gone up, and I think that's again a sign of the, how this game is. This game is a must-win for Liverpool. I know many Liverpool fans will be out there and going, "Oh well, if we don't, you know, if if it's just a not lose game, like if we go mm. draw there, you know, we can then hopefully rely on other teams." But like I did say earlier, don't want to rely on other teams. If you got the job, if you can get the job done now, and then focus, you know, because I think. Mentally as well, I think this is a huge battle because if Liverpool City go ahead four points, it then go Liverpool have to get back up then again and you hope mm. again that something can happen. But I think if Liverpool win and go forward, I think if we beat the teams like Manchester United, Everton, and you know keep you know winning and keep going, City then might go and go. Oh well, they, they're keeping on winning. We can't do anything and they might drop their heads and then they might go, you know, say if they're in the Champions League semi-final, they might go, right, we're just going to put all our eggs in the Champions League and, and go for that. Um, you know, so whoever does win, I think, you know, will, like I said earlier, will go on to win the Premier League. Um, yeah. But then I think mentally, it's a, it's a huge, huge game. Um, and I think if Liverpool did win, I think, of course, City, I think, would then 
bow their heads a little bit um, and might then look at that Champions League and go, okay, we're going to put our full focus into that. Yep. Thanks to Scott. Thanks for popping in, Scott. Take care, mate. I hope everybody's well. Uh, Bernard, as I say, we've, I've seen this over the years, you know, so, you know, great FA Cup finals that have petered out into sort of like, you know, um, let's say board draws, but, you know, not lived up to, to, to the hype and the build-up. Uh, I mean, I say, really, this is like, you know, Mike Tyson going up against uh, Lennox Lewis, isn't it? But, and then one of them sort of, you know, after after 12 rounds, they're still stood there just hitting each other. But can you see this, you know, not living up to its, uh, up to the hype? I think I think the thing is with Liverpool and City, when City are on form, they start games at a blistering pace and they move that ball about and they're smart and quick. And Liverpool are identical. They, you know, when they start these games and they're up for it, they're, they're at you, they're at your throats. So, you know, they're pressing, they're doing all the things you're supposed to do. And City, City are a similar breed. And if both these teams, which they should do, while there's 90 minutes on the clock, they're going to go, I think both teams will go for it. While there's 70 minutes on the clock, both teams will go for it. And it'll go all the way down. And re- very rare. Early to City settle for a, a draw or anything like that. We'll always push anyway, even if it, you know we've lost games. We lost a couple last season, unbelievably, when we equalised with about a minute to go, and then we ended up losing injury time because we're still pushing for another goal. Because we don't talk you know, to me that, about that one. Don't talk to me about that one. The Spurs so game. Not, <laughs> so that's what we do, and that's what City do. And I, I think tomorrow, as I say, I think both both teams. I think as as long as Plop Clop Clop Clop, as long as Clock's positive, uh, which sometimes he hasn't always been positive at the Etihad. I mean, this is why they've not got the greatest thing at the Etihad. But as long as they were more positive last season, but as I said, by half time, they said, right, we'll take what we've got and we'll leave it at that. So mm. I don't think that'll happen tomorrow. I think this will be as long as there's minutes to play on that clock. I think both teams will. We'll try, even if even if it's a two or three goal margin for one or the other. I think they'll, they'll still keep trying, and that two or three goal margin might turn into a five or six goal margin. You never know. You could yeah. have a cracking game like that. Which uh, God, you know, I'm not I'm not putting my hat on. You know, which well, side? Which well, side? Well, I'm talking of a, a five or six goal yeah. margin. Let, let's end in. with this. <laughs> your, your predictions now. I. I, I I normally just go win, draw, lose, but obviously I know you're both going to go for wins for your team. So let, let's go for actual scores. Um, Connor, first of all, let's start with you. And I do apologise. I've only just noticed that I've picked a picture with no Man City player in there. Oh, well, <laughs> typical, typical. That's the media against us again, you see. That's Sky. Blame Sky. Blame Sky. I'm not against you. Blame Sky. That was a Sky picture. Well, well, Sky, the media, exactly. That sums up Sky. So I won't believe anything they tell you. But Connor, with, uh, give, give, get a score prediction. Oh, screw it, eight nil. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think. Look, it'll be, it'll be close. It'll be close. Um, it'll be that odd goal. I think I'm going Liverpool two one. Um, yeah. Again, it's going to be close. Um, it's going to be well thought out, and hopefully by the end of it, Liverpool will, will win. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go two one. And Bernard. Yeah, well, I'll have to be boring, mate. I'll have to say the same, but the other way around, obviously. Uh, you know, my thoughts, I've just been doing my little odds show, which I do for the, you know, to try and come up with the value on the old bookies for the different score lines and everything like yeah. that. And I'm, I'm totally flummoxed. I'm totally, totally nowhere near. I have no idea when it comes down to it. So I'm going to off 
for some advice and say, well, you know, any, anything could happen. But I, I will, yeah. I've actually predicted on my little odd show it'll be 2-1 for City as my correct score. So I'll stick with that. If anybody watches regularly the prediction show I do, you will know how it has been so, not just for me, but for Brad and Steve Linux, the ex-player as well, to actually predict correct scores this season. It's just like, like you know, who knew Brentford would go to Stamford Bridge and win 4-1? So totally useless at this. But I looked at this and I tried to put some sort of logic into it. And I know maybe logic and football don't go together, but I just couldn't split you. I mean, you know, if you look at everything we've looked at today, it's you can't get, like I say, a, a, a cigarette paper between you. So I'm going to be really, really boring, and I'm going to go a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, and because I, I can't go either way. And like I say, I don't mind if Man City win. I'm nothing against Man City. I mean, I mean, I say I remember when we were both, you know, I don't know if it was the same time as well, but when we were both been down to the third division, so we both had similar sort of stories. Yours obviously a bit better than ours. Liverpool, I grew up with Liverpool being Man United uh, of the time. Uh, you know, they were winning everything, great managers, Bill Shankly, Bob Paisley. Um, I'm just glad that it's you two going for this and not Man United or Arsenal, to be honest with you. But I just can't, I can't split you. I literally can't split you, as indeed cannot Doug. Doug's gone for 2-2 there, so he's having the same problem as me. Um, they, they say, let's hope football's the winner. I just, <laughs> it's an old saying, and I'm an old man. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I just hope that it does live up to its hype, and I hope it's an entertaining game that as neutrals we can sort of enjoy. Uh, even if it's a draw, let's hope it's an entertaining draw. I wish you both the best of luck, and I wish you both the best of luck in the FA Cup and the Champions League as well. Um, thank you for keeping those aforementioned teams off it. Uh, but let's just go again, Connor. Thanks for coming on. Your links are in the uh, in the chat below on YouTube. How just remind people how they can find you. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on, mate. I've enjoyed this. Um, hopefully, I get to rub it in on Monday morning. Um, but if not, I'm <laughs> hiding for a week. Um, no, I'm kidding. I've uh, got Champions League uh, next week. So, But yeah, uh, the Cup Council, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and all that good stuff as well. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on, mate. Not a problem at all. Thank you for coming on, and I say good luck. Uh, Bernard, how can people find you? Yeah, cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure to be on. Yeah, I mean, because uh, I've got a strange name as well. Literally, if you put uh, Dineen, D-I-N-N-E-N, in any search engine, I usually pop up anyway, so that's great. But uh, you can follow me on Twitch. I try, I try and follow everyone back. I do check every couple of days. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll so is that on Pornhub as well? Yeah, that's the one. You know me very well, mate. You know, you've got me sussed. At Bernard underscore Deneen, but Deneen spelled D-I-N-N-N-N. But if you put any way, any sort of spelling in, it usually comes up with me because there's not many guys with my name about. Much appreciated, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. And like I said, for good luck to both of you. Uh, but thanks very much. Uh, and Doug says um, he needs to get you on his channel soon. So, yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Just just don't expect his jokes to be funny. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Take care. Yeah, mate. All right. Bye -bye.
Thanks to both guys. That was great. I mean, from a neutral's point of view, I'm going to be sat there. I'm going to get my popcorn out. I'm going to get my beer out. And I'm going to try and enjoy the game. Of course, it will be more fun if Leicester just beaten Crystal Palace. So fingers crossed that we're going to have that. Um, pop back tonight, 7 o'clock. I am interviewing um, and doing a show with Jonathan Morgan. You may or may not know, was the uh, manager of Leicester City Women got us promoted to the uh, Premier League. He is no longer that, so but he's coming on and having a chat. So looking forward to talking to him uh, about uh, the women's football game and how he got involved. He says so that's seven o'clock. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, if you've been listening on the podcast, it's been going strength to strength. Thank you so much. We're on all the podcast platforms. as Leicester Till I Die. And if you're watching it on YouTube, again, thank you very much. Thanks to everybody in the comments, Doug, Nippum, Static, um, Scott, thank you all so much for coming in and joining. I really do appreciate it. I'll see you at seven o'clock tonight. Stay care, stay care, take care, stay safe. And uh, whoever you're supporting, good luck this weekend. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.